Well, hello, Wichita, and welcome to another edition of ICT Council Chat. I'm Councilmember Brian Fry, representing District 5. With me today is Councilmember Brandon Johnson from the 1st District. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing good. Doing yeah. good. Enjoying the weather. Yeah, it's pretty gorgeous out here. Hopefully, we can make this nice and quick and get outside and do some grill preps for yeah. this weekend, right? Some charcoal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, um, next week, we have a lot of uh, big-ticket items, it seems. I mean beginning of the year we always have a lot of business right yeah and new things and you know some of them are administrative but also some of them have you know public feedback opportunities and we have a couple this week i think yeah we have a uh, public hearing for healthcare facilities revenue bonds for presbyterian manors one of those facilities is in district one i think the other is in district four uh six district six yeah. it's close to district five people think it's district five because it's at uh 13th and zoo yep and so it, it, but it is six, but yeah, um, it's a big project. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have come before us before maybe a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. but they do a lot of good work and these are opportunities for the public to just let us know what they think about it. If they've researched it, uh, support it, oppose yeah. it. Um, but those are definitely worth paying attention to. Yeah, absolutely. And another item that we're going to be discussing is audiovisual needs. And as we do this council chat, we utilize both AV, audio and visual. And so we're constantly looking to way to upgrade so that way you can hear us and see us. Some of us are better to be heard than seen, the <laughs> face for radio. Um, but um, we're going to look at some upgrades for uh, the council chambers, um, the boardroom that we have here at City Hall, uh, this studio, and then also all of the DAB meeting facilities. And again, the whole idea is so that, you know, the public, if they can't be there and they're doing it virtually, they can see and hear us. Yep. And so, again, just trying to upgrade our technology and, and make it so that it is. And, and this is the way things are now, yep. right? A lot of people like to have that virtual option. Yeah. And so we've got to have the equipment necessary to do that. And some of these upgrades are not always the most popular, but it's necessary for us to engage with people. Having the best quality audio and video makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. You know, as someone who I did TV for 25 years and you can never advance your technology fast enough yep. because there's so much improvement. And, and again, now that people are used to having these virtual options, they're demanding it. Yep. And so that's part of what we have to do here. So uh, that'll be into, um, obviously a budget expense, but we plan for it. Yep. And so making the right adjustments. And we're also going to present potential contracts for the executive search firm services for the next chief of police. That firm will help us recruit and outline the public engagement process. Uh, as many of you know, uh, Chief Ramsey's last day was March 1st, and definitely thank him for his time here in Wichita and, and all the work he did from before he was hired, reaching out to community and stakeholder groups to the forum at Century 2 to the reforms mm -hmm. he made, and I think 2020 was a real highlight of the work he had been doing. Our police department did a really good job in 2020 dealing with public unrest, you know, folks out exercising their First Amendment right, but, you know, police was really working to close off traffic at a distance, not right. fully engage and allow people to say and do what they needed. So, again, a, a lot of that I attribute to Chief Ramsey, appreciate his service uh, for what he's done and wish him well when he goes back. Yeah, and, you know, part of this um, hiring this executive search firm to help us with this, this is what we did last time. Yep. Um, with uh, the Gordon Ramsay hiring, we we reached out and, and hired a contract uh, contracted with the firm to do this. Um, we're doing that again. This is all being pu 
publicly transparent so that the public knows what we're doing and why we're doing it this way. I think you served on the selection committee yep. that's making this recommendation along with Vice Mayor Tuttle. Yep. Um, and so this is an important part of it. Um, you know, we do have our own HR department, um, but something of this magnitude and finding a police chief for a city our size, you have to have that expertise. Yeah. You have to go outside and, and, and find a company that can help you do the vetting, do the background search, make sure that we're getting someone who's uh, hopefully going to serve us as well or better than Chief Ramsey did. Yep. So I agree. And there's, and there's a lot of work to even get to this point. Just, you know, again, in the spirit of transparency, the vice mayor and I and many on our team reviewed, I want to say, 10 applications to try to narrow it down to what the council would ultimately decide on. Each one had their strengths. Uh, each one proposed various forms of community engagement and had various levels of expertise in, around police chiefs. Um, most of us, all of us on the selection committee actually liked what's going to come before a council. But again, the public, you all have opportunity to see that um, and weigh in and let us know what you think on that as well. Yeah, and this is probably the most publicly transparent hire that we will make. Uh, as a council, as, as a city manager and so forth. Um, and that's why we have to go to all this process because so many people have an interest in it Um, and making sure that we're being as forward facing as possible and and doing everything that we can to make sure we're getting the best hire. Yeah. And and I wasn't on council last time. I know you were, What, what I appreciated about the process as a community member was when we had a forum that was their interview to the community Mm -hmm. and you all got to see as council members and Bob, how they would respond to community. So if they didn't do a good job, then that wouldn't be good in the future. Yep. And, and Ramsey did a a great job and I I really liked it just as a a regular citizen at that point to just be able to ask questions, see how they respond and see if they would even be open to to hearing from people. So I'm looking forward to going through that on on this side of it and having the community engage as well. Yeah, and it's going to be a lengthy process. I mean, we're not going to be able to find someone overnight. Right. And I'm sure we'll get a lot of applicants and a lot of interest, hopefully some internal as well as external. Um, I'm a a big believer in always growing our own if we can. And that's what this process will help us do, go through that as well. So, Um, And then the other thing on our agenda this week is some travel. Um, several of us on the council will be going later uh, this month to D.C. And this is a part of a National League of Cities conference, and as well as visits on the Hill with our federally representatives um, between Congressman Estes and Senators Moran and Marshall. We didn't get to go last year because of COVID, um, but this year it's back on. Yep. And I think uh, nearly all of us are going. Yep. Um, and then, us. Yeah, and then we also... And when we do these, we also visit with agencies. Yep. Um, we have met with uh, U.S. Department of Transportation, HUD, um, Amtrak, uh, EPA, and it's been really successful for us. Department of the Interior. Yep. yep. So it's been very successful. We've gotten dollars from for the Multimodal Transit Center, for the financing of the water treatment plant, RAD and the housing project, um, North Junction. Yep. These are all very important visits uh, when we do it. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, we didn't get to go last year, but um, hopefully this will be as fruitful as it has been in the past. We have a fantastic federal lobbyist, Jim Davenport. does really good work for us. So I was going to say, I I think I'm spoiled. I mean, you know, we come in and 
pretty much everything we've been trying to work and, and request He's, has been happening. And I, yep. then I hear from other folks in NLC how sometimes it's a struggle. Let's not give them our secrets. <laughs> That's our secret sauce. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. We'll keep that one quiet. <laughs> yeah. Well, NLC is a National League of Cities, and there's also a, a conference there. It's a very beneficial. I've learned so much from NLC from the first time we went. They had a new council member workshop. So we have League of Kansas municipalities here. Mm-hmm. I went to both. Some of it was the same information, but it was good to hear different experiences. Um, in 2019, when Opportunity Zones was really kind of the, the large thing, they had developer workshops. Mm. So it allowed me to see what developers are thinking and how they're thinking and how our planning staff thinks as well. So it's always a a whole lot of opportunities for us as council members to learn and be better leaders and better collaborators and, you know, reach out to other folks around the country who might have similar challenges or have been successful to learn from them. So always enjoy that experience. Looking forward to it. It's kind of like going back to school a little (laughs) bit, but... Yeah, one of the workshops I'm interested in is the changing face of retail and how developers are looking at that and how it's adjusted because of COVID and from uh, more drive-throughs and more delivery options and maybe not as much square footage and how that impacts uh, you know tax rolls and so forth. So the changing face of retail is one of the workshops that I've signed up for. So looking yeah. forward to it. Um, you know, we did have uh, one item that's probably still getting emails. I know I am. Yeah. You are too on the golf uh, management contract decision. Um, look, uh, now the the ball is on our court, so to speak. Um, we got to figure out how we're going to come out of this, and hopefully, we continue to see the the golf rounds up. Get us a, a division director hired to manage the system. Uh, we got to do that quick because yeah. this season. Probably a lot of people out there today playing golf. <laughs> yeah. um, so we really can't waste any time. We got to get after it. Yeah. Because we do have a fantastic golf system. Uh, the four courses, I know you have McDonald in your district, um, but each course has something unique to offer for different play, different levels, different skills. And we need to continue to take great care of them. Yeah. And getting a division director in here quickly to help us identify improvements, player development, youth golf, all that's critical if we want to continue to see the success we've had the last two years. Yeah, and we're going to have to recruit some real expertise for it. I, so for me, I, I know on, on Tuesday, um, like I said at the meeting, I was in favor of it coming in. Um, but the, the the looking at what we can do is we've closed clap, we've seen two good years, and no one really said the trend would stop. So I began to think, you know, let's see what we can do as a city and make that happen. Um but that was tough, you know, going in, and I was definitely in, in support of it. And I still think Kemper's a, a great company. I think they could do some great work. Um, but now, like you said, the ball's in our court, and we'll see what we can do as a city. Yep. And, and again, the season upon us, we can't really waste a lot of time. we got to get after it. So, um, all right, so real quick, let's end on a real positive note. <laughs> Um, weather's going to be great this weekend and, uh, and, you know, a lot of people are already getting out and enjoying patios. I know I was at one yesterday. What's your favorite patio in town? Oh, oh you just got me with a hard one. Um, so there is the humidor patio out West that was redone. <laughs> I really you. like that one. Appreciate that. I do like that one. Um, it's in district five. It is me. in district five. <laughs> 
But in District 1, we've got the CSB patio, and yes. especially when we expanded those opportunities in 2020, yes. it's it's bigger now. I still like hopping gnomes because you're you're outside, you're right there mm-hmm. by the traffic, folks walking to and from. You got to love the new patio at Belmont. I do. That's very nice. I didn't know their tables have air conditioning vents in them. Did you? They have heaters, too. And heaters, but I didn't see the air conditioning until this weekend. Uh, look, uh, Wichita is getting more and more patios um and you're seeing it from all the different restaurants and you know certainly in kansas you might get five six months a year but you'll get a nice fall day or a nice winter day where you can get outside and so patios um are great to just kick back and you know uh river city brewery too have we can we can go (laughs) we can go throughout the town there's a lot of them um have you been to the rusty nail patio i haven't yeah that's we'll have to go to lunch there someday okay so with that, um, we're going to get out of here so we can go enjoy some patio time. Yep, and get my charcoal from my grill. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, Wichita. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, or where, wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great weekend.